God loved the world so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not be lost but may have eternal life. John 3.16, one of the, if not the most famous, most commonly known passages of scripture um, in all the world. You'll see it plastered on billboards or on bumper stickers or um, I've seen it scratched in concrete and um, when someone got there while the concrete was still wet. Uh, John 3.16 is everywhere and it's, it's, it's kind of obvious but it's good to reflect on kind of why this one scripture out of, out of all the verses in the Bible and out of all the verses in the gospel even that show so, that so demonstrate God's love and his plan for us, why does this kind of come out as one verse that expresses it so beautifully or one verse that, that speaks to us so eloquently and it does in fact summarize the gospel message so beautifully. And I think that's because it not only says that God loves us and that he has an amazing plan for us, God loves us and he wants to share with us his life, but it also carries with it something of the drama of salvation that we were lost and in need of saving. It's not just that we're kind of doing our thing and going along all right and then God gives us something better, but that humanity has fallen into sin and we are in need of saving. We were lost and at risk of being permanently lost and these verses that Jesus gives us today as he's responding to Nicodemus speak of that drama that while humanity had turned away from God's plan, had, had ruined everything, um, that's one way to put it, um, God chose to reach out to us out of his love, but it could have been otherwise. It says, so that everyone who believes in him may not be lost, but may have eternal life. We could have just remained lost if God had not gone looking for us and drawn us back. It says as well, for God sent his son into the world not to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. Suggests that God could have responded differently, that God could have condemned the world and one way we can think of that God could have you know he's created humanity with this beautiful plan um, for what he wants for us and then we've messed it up and we've made the wrong decisions and we've turned away from him he could have just gone okay well that didn't work I'll go to humanity 2.0 or I'll call it something else because humanity obviously wasn't a good idea and he could have just scratched that and started afresh but instead He chose to invest his energy in redeeming what he had made, in turning around what had been broken, um, in bringing back what had been lost. And this is the beautiful mystery of um, God's mercy because he hadn't created something just out of an idea of wanting to bring something forth in life. He created us out of love and therefore was committed to holding on to us to drawing us back, not to, not to wiping the slate clean and starting afresh with Humanity 2.0, but no, he loved everything that he had created and wanted to complete it, wanted to share with, share with humanity his life, so therefore he wouldn't let us be lost. This is the beauty of the gospel. But another side of this that um, this points out is that we can think that this is how God will act with us. When we find ourselves um, in desolation, when we find ourselves in the shame of sin, that we can respond in our minds with, 
how else it would have been. We think that God surely should just condemn me and wipe me away and, and spend his energies and spend his graces on someone else who would appreciate somebody else who would cooperate with it. But no, God wants to spend his energies on us. We might think that God should just um, save his love for, for the holy ones, for the ones who follow him, but no, he wants to reach out and save those who are most lost. So when we notice these kinds of um, thoughts coming into our mind or these kind of expectations of how God might act with us or how even we think God should act with us, God offers us forgiveness, but well, I know I'm not worthy of forgiveness. Let's let the gospel come and impact us. Um, let's, instead of clinging to our, our more logical response that we think God should make, um, let's allow the, the, the shock of God's crazy love and his crazy commitment to us um, come in and reach us in those places where we're most sinful, where he wants to bring his forgiveness and those places where we might be feeling most lost that he wants to draw us back to him. Because instead of just letting us wander off and finding some new beloved children that he could have created, he chose to bring back the lost. Instead of condemning us and um, finding new saints to be part of his family, he chose to forgive us. Let's be open, especially as we celebrate the new life of Easter in this season, let's be open to receiving that forgiveness to receiving that hand that wants to draw us back into his life and receiving this wonderful love.